Welcome to The Confidence Crown. I'm your host, Lisa Hyde, and each week I'll be sharing a solo episode or bringing in a guest that will help you bust through your fears and get you laser-focused on your dreams of time and financial freedom. I want to use this podcast as a way to empower as many women as I can to be financially self-sufficient, because babe, you rule. Think of me as your business bestie that's been through it all and here to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. And while I'm not claiming to have all the answers, hopefully I'll help you sidestep the last two. Ladies, it is time to earn and own your crown and be the yes queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Episode one of The Confidence Crown. Fit but fatigued, listen to your body. How high cortisol turned my life upside down. Now, why am I tuning into a business podcast and the first thing this girl is talking about is her health and wellness? Well, you may have heard my story before if you follow podcaster and blogger Jordan Younger. I was on the Balance Bond about two years ago discussing just this subject, high cortisol, because Jordan and I discovered we had some similarities in our health issues, even though we were quite a few years apart, um, we had done some irreparable damage to our hormones. And I wanted to also just honestly be an open book to you guys and make sure that you have a full picture of who I am, also maybe what drives me and inspires me. Um, One of my reasons for being an entrepreneur is allowing me to have the time freedom to put my health and wellness first because I spent many years putting that on the back burner and it again caused much more damage. So shout out and a completely unsponsored woohoo to Woman Code, uh, the book. Please, if you haven't already read it or listened to the Audible, I highly recommend it. I wish I had this book in my 20s. Alisa has tapped into a whole world of great information um, and really helpful ideas on how to handle your hormonal health. And I recommend this book to everyone. Actually, my girlfriends who are having fertility issues, I tell them to read it. Those who do have PCOS, I tell them to read it. And those who just have hormonal issues in general. Um, And while PCOS was not my syndrome or issue, I will say there are some massive similarities, and you're going to hear that in my story. But again, (laughs) completely just free love to Lisa. I just think um, her book is super helpful, and I, I wish I had had it earlier. How this all started. Seven years ago, when I found myself as a caregiver for the second time, I made a deal with myself to get healthy and to lose the excess grief weight that I was hanging on to from the last time. It began innocently enough. A group of us at the hospital all put in $20 towards a jackpot for one of those whoever loses the most weight within six-month period. With limited funds and hours in a day, I purchased a set of hand weights and an Xbox and two workout DVDs, The Biggest Loser and Zumba. Every morning at 5.30 a.m., I gave myself 30 minutes to sweat and do resistance work. I ate three meals a day. I cringe as I say this now because I'm still suffering from its long-term effects. But here's a sample menu. Cereal and fruit for breakfast, a lean cuisine for lunch and dinner, and snacks. Fat-free yogurt and some sugar-free, fat-free dessert with uh, apple and cinnamon. Okay, I got one thing right, (laughs) the apple. Yes, the weight came off and I was thrilled with my new form. I started to increase and vary my workouts. In addition to my Monday through Friday routine, I started to add spinning into the weekends, sometimes doing a double as my endorphins started to kick in. 
It was around that time that I was introduced to Tracy Anderson and her metamorphosis program through a new infomercial. She said I was omnicentric and she could fix me in 90 days. Well, I followed the plan to a T. Five days a week with 30 minutes of cardio and 30 minutes of muscular structure. I also followed the dynamic eating plan. So began my juicing, souping, and baby food, okay, pureed vegetable world. (laughs) More on this later. It's been 90 plus days and I'm in deep. I love the way my body is looking and I'm actually enjoying the diet because it changes all the time, but socially it's impossible to eat out and enjoy meals with friends. This is the first red flag that I missed. I'm proud of my discipline, but I'm getting some side-eye glances for my choices. And now I've hit a plateau. Still doing my five-day-a-week workouts, but it's late November. The holidays are sneaking up, and I'm loosening up a bit on my diet by having a cheat day, you know, once or twice a week. Nothing crazy, just eating meals socially. And then I got a golden ticket. No, really, it was an email from Tracy. She was going to be opening up her new studio just a few blocks away from me in Brentwood. Would I be interested in having a personal consultation with her and becoming a founding member? She didn't have to ask twice. Yes, I am so ecstatic. I send in my $500 non-refundable deposit and wait for my appointment. Now, I'll really have all the hands-on guidance I'm going to need to perfect her method which is the realization I've given myself as to why the weight has started to creep back on. I must not be doing the workouts right. Six weeks have passed, still working out five times a week, following the food plan except in social situations. But now I'm up 10 pounds. My friends are concerned. All my food is liquid or pureed, except when I'm out with them. And then it's a salad or veggies and protein, maybe sushi on occasion. All I can think about is that the studio is going to open and she's going to fix me. Oh yeah, I'm also starting to have trouble sleeping through the night. Another red flag. The studio finally opens after months of delay and I'm one of the first to meet with Tracy. Like all of her workout videos, there's no instructions for this moment. I'm just ushered into a semi-private room where we meet to discuss my body. We actually hit it off immediately due to our short stature and her repeated disbelief of my age. She's shocked that I'm older than her. She wants deets on the skincare. Of course, I said, I'd love to help you. I'll bring in some samples next time. Then the disrobing. Yep, she wants exact measurements and to really see what she's working with. Did I mention that there are two other assistants in the room not talking, just taking down my details? Okay, she stands next to me in the mirror. Look, she says, our hip bones are the same width. You just need to narrow in your rib cage. That's from too much yoga. And your thighs, well, that's from too much spinning. If you haven't stopped already, you need to now, she says. Then she has me turn around and pulls down my workout pants to see my butt. (laughs) Not my favorite moment in life. Look, I was born with cellulite dimples on my tush. It has never been smooth. I shudder a bit, and she tries to cheer me up. Oh, don't worry about it. You should have seen Gwyneth's when I met her. It was loaded with cellulite. What a mess, she giggles. The assistants are giggling, too. I seriously want to die. And then she says the magic words. But I can fix this. Great, sign me up. I'm not just in. I'm all in. My membership includes unlimited classes, monthly assessments, and quarterly one-on-ones with Tracy. 
And now the work begins. I check in for my first class. What do you mean it's two hours? Yep, the method is one hour of cardio and one hour of muscular structure, six days a week. Well, um, if that's what it takes, I'll do it. So there I am every morning for two and a half years, two hours a day, six days a week. Me, Gwyneth, a bunch of her mommy friends from the kids' schools, Goop staff members, a few other actresses, and other Brentwood neighbors, and eventually, Brad. (laughs) Sweating it out, looking crazy. Seriously, if you were to walk into that gorgeous studio on any given day between 8 and 10 a.m., you would think we were training for the next Cirque du Soleil show. First quarterly assessment sounds a bit too familiar to you and you're suffering from either cortisol issues or acne, you must not be doing enough cardio. Start doing more cardio. Next assessment, me. Why am I gaining weight and looking puffy? Tracy, are you a closet eater? You must be binging on food. Next assessment, me. Why is my gut getting larger and my butt getting flatter? Tracy, are you doing enough cardio? You need to take the blood test to find out which foods you're allergic to. This leads me into the next spiral into her food-related fear. The first test comes back and says I'm allergic to everything. Seriously? Talk about an elimination diet? She has me training like an athlete and I'm barely getting in 1,200 calories a day. Next assessment, me. I'm exhausted. I keep getting injured and I'm puffy. What is going on? I've been reading about high cortisol-related issues and it seems to explain my symptoms. It sounds like I should actually be cutting back on my cardio. What do you think? Tracy, oh, that's nonsense. If high cortisol was an issue, I'd be the first to have it. I work out more than you do, Lisa. You just need to watch your diet and keep doing your cardio. The road to wellness went something like this. First stop, Dow of Wellness in Santa Monica. Spent months doing acupuncture, drinking twig tea, and eating mung beans for breakfast. Results? None. Second stop, Dr. Susan Bennett, naturopathic holistic practitioner that specializes in allergies, environmental, chemical, and mold detoxification. Results? Cleaned up my use of plastic to glass, taught me tapping, and theorized that mold, not hormones, were making me fat. Results? Nada. Third stop, Dr. Karima Harani. She's an MD and an MPH. Thanks to her extensive blood workups, I started to get some answers. Finally diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Yep, both my T3 and T4 were shot. High cortisol. Surprise. Adrenal disorder osteopenia, perimenopausal, and something called MTHF, (laughs) and no real food allergies. But because I'm lacking that MTHF enzyme, by the way, sometimes this is jokingly called to as the motherfucker gene. Yeah. Um, Because I'm lacking in this enzyme, it makes it very difficult for me to digest grains, carbs, and sugar. No markers for cancer, thank the gods, but heart disease is the one for me to watch. And no, I don't have Lyme disease, even though she tested me for it multiple times. 
I proceeded to be placed on two thyroid prescriptions. By the way, the homeopathic stuff did not work for me. Um, Some HRTs and tons. I mean tons of supplements. I tried all kinds of alternative healing methods. PEMF, also known as pulsed electronic magnetic fields, ozone treatments, and LDI slash LDA allergy therapy, just to name a few. Basically, the high cortisol shut down my adrenals and a thyroid, speeding up my hormonal aging cycle. I continued there, but I also moved on to other doctors. So fourth stop, and this should actually be listed first since throughout training with Tracy, I had multiple injuries from sprained ankles, popping Achilles to IT bands, twisting, hips out of balance, stiff neck and shoulders. Lord, (laughs) I was a mess. If it wasn't for the weekly massages and two to three weekly visits with Dr. Suzanne Smith, I might have never survived. Dr. Smith was a chiropractor, and she was treating many of the instructors and other members with her so-skilled KT taping of our bodies that it actually seemed normal. It wasn't until I was two and a half years into the cycle of pain and confusion that she said the most important thing to me. Lisa, I love having you as a patient, but you realize you're never going to get better until you stop dancing. Boing! It was like a light bulb moment. Oh, I guess I, uh, that makes sense. I mean, Tracy always made it sound like I was going to be able to do this and get stronger and work through it. Huh. What am I going to do for a workout? Bizarre, right? I was totally Stockholmed. Okay, I'm going to try to speed up through the next few years that I dub healing. Okay, six months of OTF. Yep, you heard me. Orange theory. Um, HIT training was actually rehab compared to Tracy. Although, let's be clear, I could not run. My ankles were so fucked up. I was the girl on the treadmill holding hand weights over my head to get my heart rate up. And the competitive nature in me made the setting ripe for injury. Lifting too much or too fast was also not a good match for me. And the mostly vegan diet I was eating was not helping my waistline. The osteopenia diagnosis made it apparent that I needed to be doing weight training. So next stop, celebrity trainer Gunnar Peterson. No, not with Gunnar directly, but with his partner at the time, Alfonso the Angry Trainer. So it'd be me... Alfonso, Gunner, and some celebrity. And most mornings, to my surprise and pleasure, it was Khloe Kardashian. She was nothing but kind and focused on her grueling workouts. They even sent me to Gunner's buddy, nutritionist Dr. Philip Golia. So here's where everything kind of came together. He, he said to me, you've been training like an athlete for years, but you're eating like you're on an extreme diet, basically starving yourself and your body into hibernation. Really hard to hear and comprehend when you're now 20 pounds overweight and look like you're wearing a down blanket. So food, again, became a big subject. I had to start eating like a weightlifter to get my metabolism firing again. I gotta say, it was not easy. Lots of food, or I should say many small meals and tons of water. Protein and fat heavy with veggies and some starchy carbs like fruit and potatoes. Ooh, not so good for me. But uh, while I was waking up that furnace, I was still having a hard time finding balance and I still was not sleeping well. Really bad for that weight loss battle. That cortisol was still super high and my hormones were out of whack. 
So I made some modifications. No more cardio. Walking and weight training three times a week only. Stuck with the protein, veggies, and high-fat meals, and cut out all carbs, including grains and sugars, including fruit. With only one cheat meal slash day a week, this along with my HRTs the gynecologist prescribed, started to make some changes. First of all, no more hot flashes. Praise the baby Jesus. Next came a roller coaster ride of HRT challenges. After meeting the stunning Dr. Sheila Nazarian at a networking event and complaining about my continued afternoon slump, then trouble sleeping through the night, she suggested I trade in my estrogen cream and progesterone pills for a more natural version. Her choice, a bioidentical hormone replacement therapy pellet from a company called BioT Medical. After a blood test was taken, a pellet was created and then implanted beneath my skin. On my tush. And then it lasted about three to six months, slowly dispersing a combo of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. The first round was great. And then the second one triggered some breakouts and breakthrough bleeding. For the third round, the pellet was adjusted. Mm, But no bueno. While the breakouts were under control, the breakthrough bleeding became a nightmare. I'm talking one full year of a period every damn day. Maybe a couple of days here and there that I was off, and then wham, full-on period like I'm 13 years old again with cramps, bloating, and pain. I became that patient. The makers of BioT were dumbfounded. There was no medical reason for the side effects since they had taken out the progesterone, and that's usually the culprit. So while I waited for the pellet to dissolve, Dr. Nazarian, who was no longer um, using BioT in her practice, referred me to a gynecologist named Dr. Christine Collins. I gotta say, Christine does one of the best intake interviews I've ever had. That's right, she takes longer than 10 minutes with you and asks all the right questions. Namely, why are you on two thyroid meds? And have you ever been diagnosed with MTHFR? Did you know that a side effect of too much thyroid medication is breakthrough bleeding? (laughs) Are you serious? Okay, she was right. My blood test came back. I was taking too much thyroid medication, and she referred me to an endocrinologist named Dr. Riza Nazimi. After more blood tests, Dr. Nazimi agreed with Dr. Collins and felt that since I was taking such a pure dose of medicine with tyrosinate, apologies if that's not pronounced correctly, I could stop the cytomel. Done. <laughs> and in less than 30 days, so was my year-long period. Hallelujah. But Dr. Nazimi's test showed another abnormality. My red blood cell count was really high, and I'm producing an excess of iron. <laughs> what? How is this possible? So off to the next doctor I go, a hematologist named Dr. Rookshire. The little part they left out is that his practice is part of an oncology medical group in Beverly Hills. Oncology! I have a full-blown panic attack as I entered the second floor waiting room. What the fuck? After my family history, the last thing you want to do is send me alone to an oncology center. The poor nurses had to talk me off a ledge. I was so freaked out. I nearly passed out. Thankfully, Dr. Rokshar was a doll and totally calmed me down. I'm not looking at you as a cancer patient, but as someone who has inherited 
a genetic defect called primary hemochromatosis. It has to do with a gene mutation, and since I'm not the normal carrier, (laughs) that would be an elderly Jewish man, he simply wants to monitor my levels and make sure they don't increase over time. Without treatment, iron may build up in the organs and cause complications, making me ripe candidate for things like diabetes and cirrhosis of the liver. (laughs) Fan-fucking-tastic. So what are the symptoms of hemochromatosis? A person with hemochromatosis may notice one or more of the following symptoms. Joint pain. Nope. Fatigue or feeling tired. Yes. Unexplained weight loss. (laughs) No, I wish. Abnormal bronze or gray skin color. Nope. Abdominal pain. Mm -mm. Loss of sex drive. Oh, no. Not everyone with hemochromatosis will develop these symptoms, but I will be asked this every six months for the rest of my life. And while there's no fairy tale ending to my story, meaning I didn't just wake up one day and feel 20 again, I am healthy. I am a functioning adult uh, that just needs to be aware of her diet nutrition. But I do want to share a few more tips if you're facing a similar situation. First of all, listen to your body. If you don't feel good or you're constantly in pain, stop what you're doing. Give your body a break, rest, whatever it needs to rebuild. Anything done in extreme will come with side effects and fallout. Eat organic, but if holistic medicine does not do the trick, seriously go seek some Western MDs. Listen, there are times when we can heal ourselves with diet, exercise, and sleep, but there are times when you need to seek a professional that can get to the root of your problem and offer a protocol to correct it. Because if you're not sleeping seven to eight hours a night, your skin is breaking out, you're gaining weight without explanation, or you're having night sweats or hot flashes during the day, I promise you, you owe it to yourself to feel better. There is no reason to suffer. Find balance and peace with yourself. No one is perfect, and you deserve to live a happy and healthy life full of joy. Stop comparing yourself to some IG model and just be your best self. XOXO. If you have gone down any of these similar roads, be it cortisol issues, acne issues, um, weight issues, sleep deprivation, hormone imbalance, please feel free to tag me in your Insta stories um, and fill me in. I'd love to know more and I'd love to help give you some more guidance. Thanks. If any of my story sounds a bit too familiar to you and you're suffering from either cortisol issues or acne, unexplained weight gain, hormonal imbalance, or cortisol issues, tag me in your Insta stories at The Confidence Crown. I'd love to keep in touch with you and see if I can offer some more advice. 